Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming up on today's wrestling news, the alleged WWE AEW contract tampering names have been revealed. Is there problems for Adam Copeland in AEW already? I'm going to tell you the real reason Michael Cole missed Monday Night Raw's season premiere and a former WWE champion shoots on a possible return. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Humphrey. And this is the news. Happy birthday to Andy Murray at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for happy birthday today. Go and send him all the well wishes in the world. So it's me and Hamlet on the news today. And uh, yeah, some big news to start off with. Now, you may remember a few days ago, Tony Khan had a uh, breakdown uh, on social media, basically. But as part of that... There was some, you know, factual stuff in there. Him talking, obviously, uh, about contract tampering Mm. with his uh, AW wrestlers, particularly whilst he was busy with his mom and her health problems. Thankfully, she got over that. She was in the hospital, and then he was getting wind uh, of WWE attempting to... uh, tamper with people's contracts, allegedly, uh, I should probably say. Uh, and on a recent episode of the Fightful Select podcast, the brilliant Sean Ross Sapp has spoken out about that and revealed the names that apparently WWE's tried to contract tried to contact to tamper with the contracts. Easy for me to say. Oh, uh, he says, I can tell you two situations that Khan took it personally, one of which was Swerve Strickland, who signed a multi-year deal on pay-per-view uh, for a hit row reunion. He, I believe, referred WWE or WWE's talent relations persons to his lawyer. Uh, then there was the other instance when Tony Khan's mother was in the hospital, and while his mother was in the hospital, it became abundantly clear that WWE had tampered and spoken to William Regal, and they'd offered him a new role that had already been prepared, and that that's why he took it so personal for those. So, yes, both ex-WWE talents that mm-hmm. uh, WWE were trying to tempt back were obviously going great guns uh, in AEW right now. William Regal eventually did go back to WWE um, to go and work with his son, in his words. Um, but this, if true, is not good. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously quite dicey ground for even us to talk on at this point, isn't it? You know, we've got Sean Ross Sapp, like the esteemed wrestling journalist in our space, like uh, giving this information out, I suppose. But the story feels like it's going to run and run, especially now the names are out there. I find it interesting that um, we've got such different uh, wrestlers and different reactions in the directions he went. Obviously, Swerve decided to stay put. Um, hit Row, I guess the reunion wasn't really for him. He saw singles glory in his future in AEW, yeah. and so far, so good on that front. William Regal, on the other hand, was charmed into making his return, um, you know, which at the time felt uh, a bit weird in how it was uh, factored into AEW's storylines. It all felt a bit out of nowhere, and it left a number of different characters in limbo and then we learn about the role that he was able to take up in WWE upon his return so yeah it's 
like William Regal's never going to be making a return to get in the ring. No. He? Like he was obviously always going to take this job. So I find it interesting that they had to, if this report is indeed correct, and we can't stress that enough, alleged, alleged, yeah, alleged, yeah, yeah. alleged, that a role had even been as good as created in order to kind of entice him back. That, again, I know nothing of the legal ramifications of contract tampering or whatever. There's probably other words that we could use to describe mm-hmm. what's potentially gone on here. Um, but that feels like something of a, a smoking gun, if there is yeah. one in this story. That, that's another... Uh, wrestlers are independent contractors, right? For better and worse, they are independent contractors. Um, this seems altogether different and could have further ramifications if this story goes any further. Yeah, we call it tapping up in football, yeah. don't we? Yeah, yeah. Just not, yeah. not not cool. Like well, it's not on. It's bad form. But then I'm sh- uh, again. I don't know legally where anybody no. stands with this sort of thing. It's ooh, spooky. Yeah. I can uh, say spooky, but that makes it feel like Halloween and trivial. And this should be like like Regal and uh, Swift should be like that Tom Hanks, David Pumpkins character. <laughs> I'm William Regal. <laughs> uh, right. Let's talk about Adam Copeland. He's barely been in AW. Oh, he's been in AW for less than a month, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and there are his problems, apparently. Well, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah, he's had one match so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, he's uh, he's been presented as a huge star, quite rightly, mm-hmm. uh, over there. And, uh, well, he was cutting a promo, or there was like a promo train going on on AW Collision um, on Saturday night, yeah. involving himself, Brian Danielson, FTR, Christian Cage, of course, and Ron Ricky Starks. And, uh, well, I suppose this is the double-edged sword of letting people say what they want and not scripting them. I mean, I'll take it, to be perfectly honest, in mm-hmm. terms of I'd rather that than people saying opportunity all yeah. the time, speaking in sentences that no one actually says <laughs> in real life. But regardless, yeah, he's uh, he's not happy. Neither is Ricky Starks, to be honest. They went back and forth on Collision, as I said. Uh, Edge making jibes about uh, Ricky Starks' outfit. Ricky Starks talking about, oh, when you were over there, so you brought some of that bloody patter over here. Yeah. And then uh, Edge... He started by saying, and you can stop looking at me with those bug eyes or something. That's yeah. kind of what kicked the whole thing off, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of uh, David Brent in the Comet Relief episode of uh, The Office, where the Og monster comes in and he uh, has a go, oh, I'm a big goggle-eyed freak! And then Stephen Merchant's character just takes it incredibly seriously and the mood completely changes. Yeah. That was basically Starks and Copeland. Um, but yeah, uh, there was... Vin- I'm not, I'm not going to say the other word. No. We called him a vanilla you-know-what. It's an old-fashioned wrestling phrase that yeah. hasn't aged well, no. so I'm not going to say it here. Um, and, yeah, this has sparked problems. Uh, and, and he called him a rip-off of The Rock, I should say, as yeah. well. Um, but, yeah, they're both not happy with how this went down, according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio. He said it was awkward. I mean, it was very clear that something got started, uh, and at that point it was not scripted. One of them got a little bit mad. The other got mad back. They're professionals. They finished it. You know, it was that vanilla M line. Wow, what a terrible line. You know what I mean? It was just brutal. Yeah. I mean, like, not that this matters, but it was a... If we were scoring this like a fight, it was a 10-8 to Ricky Starks, wasn't it? Mm. Like, Edge... Kind of, excuse me, Adam Copeland appeared rattled and felt like he was going for the low-hanging fruit, especially in like... Gotten to, yeah. Gotten to, yeah, the sort of dated terminology and Starks. Not that this, again, particularly matters, but got the last word and did a bit of wordplay while he was doing it. So Mm. it kind of felt like he kind of won this one. 
I would imagine if all things are resolved and people have conversations backstage, that this can probably be turned into a cool little TV match. Yes. And if there's one thing I know about All Elite Wrestling, it's that when uh, unscripted comments sort of go off the rails of it on camera, there is conflict resolution immediately as the wrestlers walk back through the curtain. There is no example I can think of where wrestlers have taken these comments, have allowed them to fester in their brain, perhaps, I don't know, over an entire summer, <laughs> and then result in an enormous blow up that threatens the entire future of the organization and results in people never being able to work again if there was a situation like yeah. that then maybe there would be cause for concern mm. but i see none in this case i saw nothing during that situation where it looked as if a veteran wrestler with maybe some like uh, beliefs on how you should do business uh -huh. in the ring might see a younger wrestler going into business for themselves and then thus i don't know create a situation of distrust and like a lack of loyalty or something like that again we just have no precedent for this if had one been set i'd be worried indeed I am not in a completely unrelated point by the way i've been uh, percolating on the whole cm punk thing over the weekend why are you bringing him up well just just i don't know why i've just i've just wanted to get it off my chest yeah. completely unrelated like i said mm -hmm. um but i'm a professional wrestling journalist uh, as i often say and uh, i've decided with all that comes with that and the weight that my words have it's a work CM Punk's coming back to oh, WWE it's, it's all day. God it's a work guys and I've ne when have I ever been wrong about that I've not if I'd have the receipts if indeed you'd, uh, exactly I'd, and you, you have uh, been flipping um, I hope they spoke about this and all as well yeah. because there's a match to be made there is definitely I like, agree it works like, the characters Ricky, right now fit perfectly yeah. Ricky Starks is a guy that as a character should be rattling legends should be rattling icons he's this young upstart that wants to take their place now you haven't got any receipts for me being wrong and you won't need any receipts because this is going to be such a good show you're not going to want a refund uh, <laughs> Welcome to Wrestling Podcast Live. The Dudley Boys on tour. This is real. November 21st, Mosaic Tap in the beautiful city of Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, tickets are rapidly selling out, surprisingly. We're as surprised as you are. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets. Not only can you get a ticket for that show mm -hmm. with a bloody quiz, a Q&A, Maybe some special guest appearances. Simon Miller will not be there, okay? No. When I say special guest appearances, we I mean... We mean last impressions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's all going to be all that good stuff. Five-star review, review as well. Um, but there's also a deal where you can get yourself a very exclusive T-shirt. It's on the website, uh, the design kit A. It's whatculture.com yeah. forward slash tickets. You can have a look at it before you buy. Shout out to Phil Chambers and Adam Nicholas for working on that. <laughs> Legit good. Like, you can tell, like, the stylish people have a good understanding of how things look have been involved in this, and not us. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Get a, get a T-shirt, get a ticket, and come and join us. It's mm. going to be a lot of fun. The beers at the Mosaic Tap are unreal as well, if that's your thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got no tolerance right now. I'm going to get shit. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, then what will he say? <laughs> Whatculture.com forward slash tickets for that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, let's move on, because often commentator misses show isn't really news, mm-hmm. but when it's Michael Cole missing yeah. an episode of Monday Night Raw, especially off the back of that Seth Rollins thing last week where he was like, how many shows have you missed in 25 years? And he was like, two. Well, it's three now. Yeah. He wasn't on Raw last night. He was um, replaced by Kevin Patrick on commentary. Kevin Patrick! Um, and uh, people were like, oh, bloody hell. Must be something big. But now, apparently, uh, this has been planned for a while. It was a personal commitment. He requested the time off several weeks ago. This was reported by PW Insider. It wasn't illness, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um they just say we are told that Kevin Patrick had been scheduled for many weeks to handle his lead commentary for the show and Cole is slated to return next week everyone deserves a break yeah uh, three dates in uh, I I would argue as it came up in the promo last week that you are promoting uh, a culture that maybe shouldn't be uh, lionised in 2023 but nonetheless obviously like he's that guy who's that voice of WWE it is weird when he's not there when you expect him to be so I understand why it's your to your point I understand why of all people there were reports about like is Michael Cole alright especially like post Covid or anything this sort of stuff and he's been working a lot both shows and things like that like I think this is worthwhile to know and indeed note in the era of wrestlers suddenly disappearing for unexpected health absences that suspiciously last two weeks yes like you know there's lots of that sort of stuff as well so it's uh, it's uh, you know the only other notable thing here is probably that he booked it knowing that it was going to be the season premiere and you know those are considered big in WWE canon mm-hmm. even though the show never starts or ends yeah <laughs> just it goes on and on and on but um, I watched last night's show and you smell that but Outrage is cooking. I think so, yeah. We'll talk about it later on the Raw Review, What Cool Dressing Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, or What Cool Dressing Podcast on YouTube to watch us talk about it as well. I was going to say right here, but not. It's on our own. Over there. Subscribe to both. Um, uh, Let's conclude. Uh, Michael Hampus on the news, so we've got a story about Kevin Nash, of course. Uh, I have never even heard of this wrestler you speak of. (laughs) He has moved to quash rumours about a sensational return to WWE, particularly in in in-ring capacity. Right, I know I swore earlier, Ben Roy, and I apologise for that, but uh, yeah, just get the... Get the sensor button ready. You're a proper wrestling journalist, so you're delivering quotes. Indeed. You don't want somebody to be misquoted and the story go viral for the wrong reasons. So Nash was on the uh, click his well his podcast, yeah. click this, one of the best wrestling podcasts out there that well isn't ours. Um, and well, I'm just going to read what he said, Hamlet. We were talking about the WWE's acquisition of Jade Cargill. It's pretty damn clear we were doing a little bit. Then Sean threw a couple of things back and forth and said, so you wouldn't go to AEW? I said, yeah, maybe for five or six million dollars in a private airplane. But the reason I was going to go just came uh, and was signed by, signed by the WWE. I didn't say that I was signed. I didn't say I got a new deal. I didn't say any of that sh- You stupid f- wrestling news people why don't you follow something up you obviously didn't listen to it because you would have known I was talking about Jane not about me I didn't sign sh- you can get me in a fucking ring you'd shoot me in the back of the head before I get in a ring Paul Levesque Triple H was probably 46 when he did Harley race over the top rope tore his bag f- I blew a glove on a tank of step you think I'm getting the ring at 64 uh, no notes 
Well, one, actually. Um, you, want, you want him to come back and wrestle, don't you, you? But... Well, well, I was still laughing. He's a police of They think it's still funny to mock Kevin Nash for uh, tearing his quad in that tag match. He does the pattern than you, better than you ever will. Yeah! So park that one, eh? Brilliant. Love Kevin Nash, but uh, yeah, amazing. Stay well, big daddy cool. Amazed that he has to shut this sort of thing down. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny. Love him. There he is. <laughs> so yeah, he's he, he's a big fan of Jay Cargill, as we all are. The only thing like that would have been realistic about him returning to WWE is leaving the podcast world because he must feel under threat with guys like us and this. You know, like other than that, I can't see any rational reason why he would ever. Be hey, hey, if he ever needs a leg up with his podcast, we're right here, Kev. And if uh, the oldest thing doesn't work out, GM SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, right, let's move over to your Twitter questions. Don't forget you can talk about our new stories in the comments section below, but you can also discuss it with us on ICT at What Culture WWE. First question today comes from Rob Van Graham, who says, I remember reading that Kyrie Sane was supposed to return to WWE around October. Is that still in play, or have I been tragically misled? I can take this one if you want. Yeah, go on. She uh, was wrapping up her stardom dates at the end of September, I do mm -hmm. believe, and then was on a, quote, indefinite hiatus. But I believe Boozer Rasslin and a few other athletes reported that she will be coming to WWE, but it will be in November, um, which makes a lot of sense right now. You know, bring her in. They, they just sort of spin their wheels for Crown Jewel and then the Survivor Series, it, it all yeah. kicks off. So who knows? A great time to make a return yeah. uh, to WWE uh, this time of year. We've talked about this before. You return to Survivor Series or you turn around Survivor Series, you're immediately a hot favorite for the Rumble. If you're a hot favourite for a Rumble, WrestleMania's all to play for. Yo, Sky's a champion right now. That'd be a tasty affair. It's a good time to be Kyrie Sane, I would say. Like, the divisions on both Raw and SmackDown are not in fantastic health, but sometimes a talent injection is what you need. I think she'd be great on SmackDown right now. Andrew Richardson, thank you for your question. Uh, Andrew writes, uh, Morning, Legends. With the Chamber in Australia, could we see a brief face turn for Grayson Bloody Waller to face Roman Reigns for the babyface reaction, similar to Bed Bunny and Sami Zayn? Is this a good idea? Like, Roman Reigns um, squashing your favourite has become one of like Triple H's favourite booking staples when he takes a pay-per-view to a new town. And yeah. We've heard about like, apparently like Nick Khan's schedules meetings with the TV exec. It's this incredible harmonious thing between the business end of WWE and the creative end. Mm -hmm. I could see this. Like, Grace Smaller barely gets this. is not a Drew McIntyre. Oh, we nearly had him on a Sami Zayn. Is he actually going to do it? This is... Zelina Vega. Yeah, Zelina Vega against Ray Ripley. He gets decimated <laughs> but like a Grayson Waller effect in which she st like negs the tribal chief and it's like uh, I'm not going to finish in the story I'm going to write one of my own and it's going to take place in Australia yeah I could kind of see this. If not Roman Reigns, he becomes a sentimental favourite in the Elimination Chamber. A situational babyface night for Grayson Waller yeah. would be hilarious. I'm all like, the Iconics got it. Like, they got to play super emotional. Um, I know, like, Buddy Murphy was a proper babyface yeah. before he won the belt, but the Iconics got to be faces for the night. I, I think, think they're going to do this. I don't. I think, as much as I love it, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they, they will give him a big spot. I just don't think it's going to be against Roman Reigns. I don't think he's working that show. <laughs> I think yeah, he's working fair. the wrong one going, Gulp, see you at WrestleMania, guys. <laughs> Especially you, Coach. Because oh, it's a long travel. Isn't it? Laying out the old, I told you, they're not putting the title on at WrestleMania 39 was the right thing to do, baby. That's not the answer. Uh, but it's going to be Rhea Ripley who gets that reaction. True. Yeah, that's fair. Like, so just book her against uh, someone who's, you know, I don't know what Rhea Ripley is right now. Technically, she had, she's a heel. She headlines the whole car. You know what? Yeah, maybe. Mm. You could do the, uh, I'm not sure I mentioned this, you know Shayna Baszler had a pretty dominant performance in the Elimination Chamber. You could uh, have Rhea Ripley doing that to I'm, everyone. I'm going to need to rewatch that because you've never really brought that up. 
you could have her doing that, just yeah. completely destroying everyone in the chamber, and then mm -hmm. going, who's left? And Jay Cargill going, hello. Yeah, that could be good. Like this is all. These where all where all the pieces are going to fit around WrestleMania season. We still don't know. It's very exciting. Bring the iconics back, please, for God's sake. It's the last thing. Hope they're enjoying motherhood. I think they both. They both have kids around. The I think he was getting low blowed on a show the other day. Oh right, it's one of them. Uh, what's his name? Zack Ryder. Oh, Matt Cardona. Yeah. Yeah. Low blown and iconic. Yeah. He's got a new gimmick. He does. He's done. I've seen him do it quite a few times. He just gets in the dress and goes. Oh. And like. Nothing's happening. Okay. <laughs> right. I think he was doing that to Peyton. I do believe. But okay. Peyton. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, final question today comes from Eddie Zamhari. Eddie, thank you as always for your question. Eddie says, hey guys, uh, if you guys do a What Culture podcast outside the studio, already on that, Eddie. Culture.com forward slash tickets. Uh, and you get the chance to invite one wrestler to, uh, to be a special guest for your podcast, who would it be? Jeff Jarrett next. Oh, can you imagine? Uh, I want to have a long chat with him about any period of his career he likes, and then I want the podcast to end with him smashing me in the head with the guitar. There is not a single. Was it Gradio on Talksport that he did that with? Oh my god! As presenters didn't know what the flip was going on. No, uh, it, maybe I'm hitting quite as hard as that, but maybe because the sound was incredible. I could yeah. watch that clip over and over again, not to neg out Gradio or anything, but it just looked awesome. Yes, please. Uh, a long form chat with Jeff Jarrett. Conrad gets the privilege of it every week. Oh, like come and get the table with us, Jeff. I'm still good. I never went for that pint with Comrade. We just couldn't make it work yeah. at Starcast. But he's a lovely bloke. Mm. Um, I quite like to have um, one half of the uh, NXT Tag Champs stacks on the podcast. Well, have I got some news for you, Will Bond? If you stop going to the toilet midway through the I records, keep... you'll actually get to meet him. Like, Stacks might indeed join us for the NXT preview today, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and on the review on YouTube tomorrow. But you've got to stop always like. Nipping out the office, mate. Yeah. It's unprofessional. I mean, Stacks will know that as well. Genuinely, it would be Cody, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, hey, no, it. I'd scratch for the numbers. It'd be MJF. I, he, he, we, we, I ask him every day, and he says, oh, "I'm just busy, man." Because we're best friends, as <laughs> yeah, I've said before. Yeah, in the DMs. MJF, yeah, would be a load of fun to have on the pod. The two money guys, I'd welcome them both. I'd be, I remember interviewing him going, this could be the end of me. This could be him saying, <laughs> saying something that sticks with me for my entire career. Yeah, he's got that in him, hasn't he? But because we're best friends, he would never do that to me. Nothing to worry about. But let us know which wrestlers you'd like to see on the podcast in the comments section below and your thoughts on everything we've discussed as well. And hey, uh, make sure you go to whatculture.com forward slash tickets to get tickets for our live show, if the tickets haven't sold out already. <laughs> and click on this video for other stuff. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 